Hello and welcome to this episode of Confused. So this time you rejoined. Okay. I'm going to use that. That's brilliant. That's the best no, intro we've had yet. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of Confused. Today it's Mona from 108 Marketizer and we have Julian from Leaf Logic. Hello, Julian. Hello, Mona. So today we're going to look at the topic of why businesses, why are they afraid to ask these hard questions? What is it about brand and marketing and about their strategy and goals when they've looked at it for so many years in the same way? Why does that change in mindset happens when they start asking the harder questions about their what the way they work and about the difference that they make and the value that they bring to their clients. It's a difficult what one, isn't it, Mona? Oh, well, um, I've I've been surprised by when one looks at uh, the number of corporate meetings I've sat through uh, in my past, where I've been um, working within companies uh, in areas other than than marketing, where I've been amazed at how often we sit in meetings where. I've, I've sat in meetings where we've had experts come in and talk to the room and everyone's nodded and smiled and got to the end and a few sort of uh, questions were asked, normally ask them to repeat something they'd already said and then they get up and walk out the room and at the end I'd just ask my colleagues in the room, did anyone actually understand what that was all about? And very often the answer came back, no, because nobody wanted to put their hand up and actually ask the awkward questions like, yeah. What are you talking about? What does this mean? And I, I think this again comes back to when you're trying to understand uh, the motivation or the the topic or why an organization is trying to do something, actually uh, asking, there are two things, which is it's socially sometimes difficult to ask those questions. Um, yeah. And also, one sometimes people don't want to ask the questions because it may make them out to be uh stupid because they didn't understand whereas actually normally uh in the room nobody actually understood but everyone was afraid to ask it's it's that yeah. sort of dynamic and you you sit there and you think am i the only one uh who doesn't get what they're talking about um i i remember doing a a, a, a program with the CEO of a large uh, multinational firm of, of uh, surveyors. And it, I asked him, uh, what questions uh, should we, do you think you should be covering? And he went on about the strategy and everything else, which was fine. And I said, well, I, there is one question I think you really need to focus on answering first because you're doing a merger with this other business. And there are a few questions you really need to address so that you get the attention of the people in the room. And uh, he said, oh, what do you think they are? And I said, well, the first question you have to answer for your staff is, do they still have a job? Mm. And when you uh, that was one that was really uh, a question so that the audience can stop thinking about what else they're thinking about. So anytime there's there's any major company restructuring and everything, there's normally good reasons for doing it or, or, you know, somebody's actually thought about the strategy and things. But what they've not thought about is how is this going to be perceived by my audience who have a different 
uh, understanding of or a different place in the in the role compared to the CEO. You know, they're looking at the high level strategy. The people underneath are wondering, well, if we merge with another office and there's somebody else who does my job, does this mean I'm going to be made redundant? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and they're going so, to be so thinking they, more about that. So there has to be some sort of a common language between these these mm. the people that are communicating and some sort of a safe zone. And that's where I think questions kind of flow. And that's what helps with learning and exchanging of ideas, isn't it? And, and, and with questions, the hard questions is such a big part. We all talk about innovation and innovative ideas, but it's such a big part of it is asking the, the, the right questions, asking the right open-ended questions based on, uh, based on uh, where a, a business is at the moment, where is the professional firm heading? What, mm. And each... Each uh, each segment is so unique. Each each uh, it, there's this uh, there's this kind of uh, uniqueness that comes that needs to be understood first. The context within which you ask questions: Are the clients ready to answer those questions? Are they have they had this kind? Of, because with sometimes being disagreeable has benefits, but it's very mm. hard to get to that stage. <laughs> because everyone yeah. wants to, uh, everyone wants to show as though they agree with the way things are, and oh, it's only when they kind of get into this constructive way of disagreeing is when you start seeing change happen. And to do that, you need to observe, you need to stop, you need to understand, you need to kind of get out of your shoes and wear someone else's hat and understand what is the key point that they are worried about at this. What is that unforeseen? Uh, situation that they in their head that they're worried about. So that's where I think questions are very uh, important and effective. Uh, exactly. And to a certain extent, it's the role, it, well, to a lot of it, it's the role of management not being afraid of being asked difficult questions. It's, it's absolutely vital to be able to um, receive the feedback because uh, I've had staff who've worked for me who've, who've come back and, and asked me difficult questions, um, you know, about, well, you know, and some of them have been quite confronting, which I actually welcome because it meant that I then had the opportunity to explain to them why something was happening. They then understood better. Um, and I've often found that, that if you do that and you take the time to think of and answer those questions, um, it actually helps you to shape, uh, to actually explain the narrative better and to, it, instead of taking it as a personal threat or an affront, um, to actually go, oh, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Well, this is the answer. This is why it's being done this way. This is why uh, this is happening. And I, it's kind of having a conversation with your audience. And it's within, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong, I don't think, with actually asking somebody why. Um, and if the other side don't have a good answer, well, surely there's something wrong with the policy or there's some, you know, if you can't answer a simple question, shouldn't you really be re-examining why you're doing something? Um, you know, if you can't answer the question why um, in a reasonable manner, why? <laughs> why are you doing it? Yeah. Yeah. And even from a marketing point of view, some really basic questions more on that uh, concept of why it, it kind of drives you closer to your purpose. It kind mm -hmm. of understand and dissect things and look at them 
more so first dissect them and then bring them all together and see how that shapes the narrative. Mm. So it's really important, uh, those why questions in marketing, which are like, who's my audience? Is that the is that the target market that I want to kind of uh, share my services to? Do they listen to my message? Do they understand what I'm trying to solve? Do they do I get that attention from and response from them? And and then the question about content, it's about asking, is my content relevant? What I'm sharing or what I'm trying to build here is, is that solving? Is that what my target audience craves? Is that what they really want? So these kind of questions in a marketing and a brand perspective kind of also take you to the next level. And a really good one that I really like from a target audience perspective is what are their fears? What are their risks? (laughs) Yeah. Because as a service, if you're providing that, the first thing you want to know is they, your clients want to trust you. So you need to ask those hard questions because uh, fear comes with its own anatomy of, uh, all sorts of anxiety and feelings and everything, even in a business uh, or even in a business context. So I think the questions to ask, especially that and understand about your audience as to what are their risks, what are the fears, why would they, what is the problems and challenges that they're looking to solve kind of opens up a completely different view of your understanding and your service. And I, I mean, every service there exists to resolve some sort or provide a solution to their clients' needs. And asking those fear questions kind of helps them. What can we do to make your life easier? Uh, absolutely. And I think I think one of the interesting points in that is it's actually about challenging assumptions. We, mm. we, we all wander about with a suitcase full of assumptions. And part of the problem is, is you have to. You have to walk up and smack into those assumptions and, and give them a good kicking. Because mm. um, very often... Uh, you know, we assume things about an audience. We think this is what they like, dislike. Um, how do you know that? And how do you know that hasn't changed? How do you know something else hasn't altered? Um, so challenging those baseline assumptions um, yeah. means that you can, you know, the number of times that I've been told, oh, yes, well, our audience does likes this. And I said, well, have you asked them? Mm. No. So how do you know that's the case? And then very often when we've gone out and asked, we found the answer is completely different. Um, Mm. You know, clients of mine have made assumptions about why people were visiting a site. And actually, the real reason why they were doing it was was totally different. So we have to, part of the difficult questions is normally we have worked out maybe some sort of, uh, uh, um, not procedure, but some sort of strategy in mind that... Helping to ask those questions and helping to whack them over the head a bit with some of the difficult questions doesn't mean that the strategy is bad. You're testing it in the real world. You're saying, okay, Mm. we've based on these assumptions. Are those assumptions valid? Should we be looking at this? And that then helps you build that narrative to build a stronger message and a stronger story that meets what your clients are actually looking for. Yeah. And in this new world of risk, it kind of gives you a time to reflect because you're Mm. testing, you're understanding, you're deepening your understanding. And that's just so important from a business perspective, from a brand Mm. and a marketing perspective as well, because you're kind of evaluating what's the best, what the best outcome is. And if you keep asking those questions at each step, it's so interesting that uh, to see that sometimes these truly uh, well thought questions can lead you in new directions and it 
mm-hmm. can completely change your outlook as to how you look at challenges and how you look at the target audience or how you look at business as a whole. Yeah, so that's absolutely. just amazing. So that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much, Julian, for your input. Stay Thank tuned you, for the next. Thank you. Stay tuned for the next uh, episode of Confused.